I got to tell you, it's too much fun. It really is. <laughs> and and I'm a lucky lady to be sitting here with Eric Koala. This oh, is What's the Story. Oh, so lucky. I am. I am. <laughs> My name is Joe Painter, and you have no idea how lucky I am. Oh. Because this is fun. We, we were talking about, well, first of all, uh, up and noted Ta-da. in yes 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 heart soul <laughs> body and mind and you know I have to ask you there's an evolving band yes. the Uptown band is evolving and yes. you you noted some people that you brought in for yep. particular songs yep. is there a core yes. group in the band who yep, is that the whole core um, the three original members are myself Jennifer and our bass player Lamont Bates from Warnersville mm-hmm. and throughout the years you know every band goes through some changes right. and uh, right. so we have uh, we have. Uh, our keyboard player, Dave Fenwick from Wilkes-Barre. We have our drummer from Reading, Mike Humbert, who actually plays with a national act called Steelheart, too, when he's not with us, which is a big rock band, uh, very good band. He's playing in Florida tonight. And um, who else is in the band? Oh, yeah, Forrest Brown from Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And um, um, our trumpet player, Mike Burton from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And a little side note on him, he's actually on Michael Jackson's posthumous release that they just did Escape. He was going to, you know, Baltimore for a couple weeks, and he didn't tell us why, and he was playing trumpet parts for... It was secret? Secret. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to tell anybody. He was on the down low? Yep, and then when the record came out... It's like okay, it was amazing. So uh, I think I said everybody. Did I say everybody? I saw my it's your band. It's your band, Derek. I, I don't sure know. I did say you? Everybody: Lamont, Forrest, Mike, um, Dave. So these are the core Jen. members that are always there. Yes, there's okay. seven members always there, and then sometimes since I play sax and I sing, we use another sax player for bigger shows too. So that when I'm singing, you always have two horns in the background. Did I see? Um, were you on Joey Reynolds? Yes. And did I see Dewey Wolf? <clears throat> yep, Dewey was with us for about two years. Yep, and that was a cool experience. We got to go right up to Times Square on NBC up there, two occasions. That's giving me goosebumps. It you was got to cool. do that. And yeah? it was cool because I just went to see the David Letterman show last uh, about last month, and we were talking to Will Lee, you know, outside the studio, who, who's on the record, and we and we talked to and fabulous musician. He's been on you know thousands of recordings. Mm-hmm. But to go back and think, you know, a couple years ago that this is where we were at, and it was really neat because. We got to play a couple of our original songs for Joey. And the Amazing Kreskin was one of the guests on the, the on Amazing, show. come on, really? I have to say, the Amazing Kreskin liked Jennifer, too. I definitely really? have to say. Oh, okay, yeah. Who doesn't like Jennifer? Well, that's true. Come on. That's true. Come on. There's something about the two of you. There is, um, oh, what would you call it? A... Um, a sunny and share charisma. That's what I like to call Maybe it. Maybe it is a sunny and share. You're connected. Yeah. You're connected musically, well, and, and you, you move together with the same mission and bringing oh, that yeah. message of the song right to the audience. It's magical. Yep. Jennifer's very, you know, heartfelt, everything she mm-hmm. sings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like to think of it this way. I'm, I'm the guy that's out there, the goofball, the energetic guy, you know, the guy that gets the crowd. She's the straight one of the group. Hence, Senate and chair. Works. That's where you're getting that. Yeah. yeah, and it works. You know, and Louie Prima and Keely Smith, sort of the same type of thing. Right, Louie was right, a, right. Ooh, you know, Louie, I'm just a gigolo, you know, all that stuff. And then she would just sing her thing, stand there straight and do her thing. And it worked. You know, if you think some of the great comedy acts all time, same type of thing. Yeah, you're saying this, and now I'm thinking, is this staged between you? No. I mean, is that a thought-out process, no. or it's just a It's chemistry? just what happened, you know? I mean, we've done probably 2,000 shows together in 12 years, wow. which is a lot of shows. And it just is what has evolved and what it is, you know? And, and, and most importantly, it's who we are. Yeah. You know, she's, she's more quiet than I am, and I'm obviously a talker. Um, and no, it, it really? works. Yeah, I mean, and, and <laughs> it works. the easiest interview I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. Heart, heart, soul, body, and mind. And that's a song she wrote, Heart, Soul, Body, and Mind. And she wrote it. And yep. I, want to, I want to get, well, there's two things on my mind. Um, 
You, you started doing all covers. Mind. Yes. You were always on my mind. Thank you. Yes. Yes, we did, you know. And, and then you started writing. How did that, where, where, does, where does the inspiration come from that? Well, Jennifer always wrote with Scott Verrett, and she had released a CD uh, long ago, which called Show Me More. And um, I thought with the cover stuff, you know, I love doing cover music, and we can be very successful just as mm-hmm. a cover band. Yeah. But I've always, for some reason, it doesn't matter, um, you know, how young I was. I always wanted to be the best, and I always wanted to get involved in as many different things as yeah. possible. And I never thought that I could write music, but I have to say, Marty Mellinger came to me one day, who's a keyboard player in the area and was very good. Oh, yeah. Uh, is very good. And he said, you know, Eric, we should get together sometime. And because he recognized talent, I guess my talent. And he, he thought, you know, maybe we should get together and start doing some original stuff. So Marty and I wrote together and I never thought I'd be able to. Um, I'm more of a hook guy. You know, my, my how did you how did you develop your own? It's writing strange. Script? Like things just come to me. I'll be it'll be yeah. five o'clock in the morning. And I get up and I start thinking about something. And that quick, I hear a hook, you know, just a similar. I got to tell you this story. I teach saxophone lessons, you know, as Jennifer teaches and a couple mm-hmm. different guys in the band, the band teaches. And one of my buddies, Greg Brown, who is a car salesman up in Eisenhower, he's, he's an older guy. He's like 60 years old. And he started taking lessons off of me about three or four years ago. Greg and did. Greg Brown. Yep. And at one lesson, he said to me, he was struggling with something. He said, Eric, sometimes I, I just think too much. I just think too much. And if you look at number 10 on the album, the song is called Sometimes I Think Too Much. <laughs> and I thought yes, to myself, <laughs> so I took my phone up and I just heard this and I heard this hook. Sometimes I think too much. And then I had to make it a love song, though, because nobody wants to hear about a saxophone lesson. Sometimes I <laughs> overthink the reasons we're in love. And that was it. Sometimes I think too much. And that was it. And that's how the song was built. And I took it to Benny, who is our producer. And Benny has played with everybody. He's been with the Three Degrees as their musical director for years. He's had numerous songs on radio with Pieces of a Dream. And um, we just wrote it. Did the did the verses and did the chorus and I had Greg Adams do a Tower of Power esque type of arrangement on it and that's how our song was built and you know there's specific songs that you can write in five minutes but I knew within a couple minutes I had the hook and once you have a hook that's everything does you know? does everything come first ever before the hook uh, not for me. You know, for some people it does. <laughs> but you know? maybe with other members of the band, do they bring oh, everything yeah. and then you? My make keyboard the hook? player is mm-hmm. more of a uh, he's more of a chordal writer, so he'll put the chords down and he'll do that stuff. That's what he does. You know, Jennifer is is more of a lyric writer first. She's a great lyricist. Lyrics are not totally my thing, um, but hooks just come to me. You know, I mean, it just is one of those things that I'm very lucky. I want to hear it again. Give me another one. Oh, uh, not that one. Give me I was one. born to make you mad. You were born to make me sad. We're blowing a chance for love. We got to get through it. That's the one Cliff Starkey's on, on on the CD. But it just, See, things this, hit you. This is what happens yeah. when you start hearing you your music. The... No, it just, I, I hear it, I turn Come it on. Come on, Lorenzo, do the You're robot, YouTube. baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing my robot. Oh, that's Look at good. that. He's behind the camera, but he's doing <laughs> that's it. That's good. You know, that's good. But it's just, everybody's different. And one thing that I, you know, and we talked about doing too, was putting cover songs on that mm-hmm. people could relate to. So uh, on the first CD, we put Hey There, Lonely Girl, because I always had that real oh, high yeah. falsetto. You, you do know? a Motown set. I've, yep, I've we heard. do a lot of Motown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, 60s and 70s, I love 60s and 70s mm-hmm. music. Uh, I love soul music. And, you know, I, I, I have an idea that I've thought about, too, that I'm thinking about doing. You know how you have the Jersey Boys? Oh, and that show got so big. Great show. Because Jennifer has really? an Amy Winehouse tribute. 
tribute band, and it's a very right, good right, band. Right. She loves Amy Winehouse and just fell in love with her music. My thing that I love, I love straight ahead, smooth, uh, straight ahead uh, jazz standards like the Great American Songbook, but mm-hmm. I also love that Philly soul sound like the Stylistics and mm-hmm. Delphonics mm-hmm. and Smokey Robinson, the, the Motown thing. So I'm, I'm coming up with a show called The Falsetto Kings, which is actually, it's like Jersey Boys times 10, and it's going to be tributes to all the great falsetto legends of all time. Even Tiny Tim might be in there when, you know, <laughs> when we do that. But the Beach Boys. I'm seeing tulips. Yeah, you know, the Beach Boys and mm-hmm. Smokey and who we who we named the Shyla. You know, everybody that's ever falsetto, sang falsetto, even Justin Timberlake and Prince, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to do Kiss if you're going to do falsetto. Oh, my goodness. Oh my so that's goodness. what I'm, you know, So this going is a with. seed. This is a you seed. You heard it first here this on What's the Story. Seed. It's coming. Yeah, I better copyright it now. Yeah, you better. It's but it's perfect. that's how stuff's. You gotta you gotta keep thinking. And 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 as as I said, I just always wanted to, you know, just keep trying to, to steps. It's all about steps. And once you stop taking those steps up and you get stagnant, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. You know, don't be afraid to invest money in yourself. Don't be afraid to advertise with yourself. You know, um, and Marty said this to me once. He said, you know what, Eric? A lot of people invest in the stock market. A lot of people invest in bonds. And I do both of that, too. You know, you got to yeah. be yeah, yeah. successful. Diversified, you know? You have to. That's one thing. Make sure that you invest. This to all my musician friends out there. Be smart about that. You know, put your money in your IRA account and all that. Right. But at the same time, Marty said, you know, it's very important that you invest in yourself. And that stuck with me and over the last 10 years invested a lot in myself it's interesting that through this conversation you've noted uh, a couple of people and some some uh, pearls of wisdom shall we say that really have stuck with you you've you've held on to them and the one earlier was uh, connecting with that audience it's not it's not about me on the stage it's about how can I connect to you out there well Look, at the end of the day, there's certain shows that, you know, you, you got, you, you may be tired. You know, I've, I've done, I remember right in the room next door at the Crown Plaza doing a show with 104 Fever with strep throat. <laughs> and my vocal range was about a fourth with of what it is. strep throat, you strep have to be kidding throat, me. You know, the red dots all yeah, over my I throat. Yeah, I do, I do. I haven't hurts. missed the show in got to be 10 years because that's, uh, that's just how I am. That's okay, just me. Okay, okay, okay. You haven't missed a show. It's been your health, yep. your hall and equipment, your yep. booking people. You're doing other jobs so yep. that you can continue to generate what you need so that you can invest in yourself. Yep. Um, it can be really, really exhausting. So it how is. how and where do you find what it takes to keep going, to stay inspired, to keep creating and then go on the stage and go, yeah. Well, well, I sleep till 11, you know. That's, no, you don't. Uh, you just no. told me if I go No, but every day I go to bed Musicians every night. Musicians do do that, don't they? A lot of them sleep till 2, 3, 4, not me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still, I'm working from 11 o'clock to about 5, 6 o'clock at night, just emailing, talking to people, doing contracts, doing whatever. Um, but it's very important that you get a good amount of sleep. And for any job, okay. but for this business especially because it's I so physically. I didn't expect physically, that to be the advice. Sleep well. It is, you it's have good to. Advice. You know, I go to bed at two o'clock every night, and sometimes one, sometimes three, sometimes four. But I'm up. I make sure that I get seven, eight hours of sleep every single night. Now, there's certain nights that you don't get that, but that's right. conditioning-wise. You know, okay. I work out a couple days a week. That's important. Just so you've got became, priorities. You've got very yep. personal priorities. Oh yeah, you have to. You, you have to stay. Your body has to stay healthy. Yeah, that's the main thing. If I see that I'm packing a couple. Pounds on, I know that you know. I had a I had a very bad 
acid problem. I was drinking way too much soda from driving and staying up. Every yep. time after a show, I would drink soda. So, uh, and I was having a lot of breathing trouble. And they, fi- I spent thousands of dollars on tests, and they figured out it was acid reflux. So I pretty much got off soda, and that solved almost everything for me. Wow. So you have to be smart about your body, too. But, you know, you said about what keeps me going. You know, I'm 35 years old. I have the greatest job in the world. You know, I mean, I I really I know what a day job was to me, Mm -hmm. you know, going in every day for eight, nine hours, driving an hour one way, sitting in traffic sometimes for two hours. You you hear that? How many of you do that? And I know a lot of people do that because a lot of people live in Reading and work in Mm -hmm. Harrisburg or Philly. And and I respect it. My parents did it for many years at Lucent and AT&T and they, you know, they had very good jobs. Um, It's just not it just didn't suit me, though, for some reason. I could do it. Um, but I love the flexibility and I love being self-employed. I love being my own boss. And that's what keeps me going. Just knowing that, you know, I can do this. It's all you. Yeah. It's all you. And I have, everything. I have one other question because I, yeah. I see this a lot and you've talked about it. You've talked about how you worked and collaborated with different musicians. Yep. Uh, you help one another. Uh, you're pulling people off different groups and they're coming and they're playing on your piece. Unlike in the corporate world, it's what do they say? It's cutthroat. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's competition. Well, there's competition in music. For there example, is. the awards. And, yep. and who's going to get the next booking? That's a yep. whole other business part yep. of the music industry. Is it different, though? Is it more of a, a brotherhood in music, or do you run into that fierce cutthroat competition as well? Well, I, I see both sides of it. Do I you? see a lot that are, you know, that will do anything for you, and I see a lot of people that won't even talk to me, you know, just oh, because they don't. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of haters, you know, and that's just when you get successful, that's what happens. Right. Um, what I decided to do about two years ago, I bought an entertainment agency that a gentleman approached me that has had for, he's had it for 30 years, and I thought to myself, you know what, there's enough work out there for all of us. And one of the great joys that I've found that I have is, yeah, it's great getting on stage and performing and doing that, but being able to book other acts and get them work and see something from the beginning of, you know, where it all starts to the end. That is so Do you watch gratifying. that and say, I remember. I watch it and I do it, you know, and, and, and it's just, it's so gratifying to see that. I get a lot out of booking other acts, what too. Was your, what was your most exciting, exhilarating moment so far in terms of where I appeared and you went, wow, I'm here? Well, probably playing with Marie Osmond. Um, I got to play with her out at Chippensburg at the Lure Center. And that's just one of those things where, you know, they hire the, they hire the horn section. They have a keyboard player and a drummer and so forth who comes with her and and then what they do is they just hire horn players right. and or a guitar player, whatever they need. You read charts. And I was scared, you know, but it was neat because I got the contract. Osmond. Yeah, it was neat. And I got and this was three days after she was on the Dancing with the Stars finale. And I'm like, wow, here I am playing with Marie Osmond. I have a picture in my studio of it. You know, that's the one. And the second one is actually when I was 18 years old as a member of the District 10 chorus. Um, we got to sing in Carnegie Hall. I was thing. I, I thought was, I saw that. It was unbelievable. Wow. You wow. know, it's like you think to yourself my gosh how did this happen you know i'm 18 but a, a choir canceled and uh, dr e feely was the guy i think he was from illinois and uh he just wanted us to do it because we had a connection with him and here we are one day going to class and the next day we're going to carnegie hall so for the rest of my life and that you know obviously that's not a paid job mm-hmm. for the rest of my but it's life it's an experience paid just, big an experience just being in that yeah. dressing room you know yeah. just thinking this is where frank sinatra and the beatles and pavarotti and doesn't get any bigger it it's just an doesn't. energy you just want to it is up. you know it's one thing to play in front of a hundred thousand people but to be at carnegie hall which is you know the number one concert hall in the world it's like 
I'd just and like to walk that. backstage at oh, Carnegie was, Hall, what that must be like. I'll never I'd forget it. That. You know, it brings that. chills just thinking about that. And that's what music is about. You know, one person said to me one time, um, I, I don't get chills when I listen to music, or I don't get that. And I thought to myself, you poor soul, you know, because that's <laughs> yeah. what it's about. It's yeah. about that connection. It is. Yep. And you never know what tomorrow will bring. That's right. So what the next chapter is for Eric Koala and the Uptown Band, stay tuned to What's the Story. You'll come back, I hope. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.